Remember that one time? It was a typical Saturday. We were going golfing. It was like the middle of July or something. We were getting into it, and um, <laughs> out of nowhere, this guy in a golf cart pulls up right as we're about to like start driving over to the whole one on a wall knock. And he goes, uh, I think I'm playing with you guys today. And we were like, who fucking asked? <laughs> podcast i'm your host cedar cannon this is your co-host cooper waltz and yeah it's really cold and we're just gonna hop into some current events here um so spotify wrapped that's the thing going around today um or like not today how long has it been around um about a week i'd say you think it's dying down i mean it only lasts for a few days people post their spotify lists and whatever else and then we just i mean I don't really care about it, do you? <laughs> no. Unless, like, I mean, if you're, like, best friends with someone, like, I remember you and I just, like, wanted to see ours just, like, right away. I mean, I actually, like, enjoy the Spotify, like, rap list and stuff. Like, you get your... Like, for, for yourself. You get your playlist and all that, yeah, and all that, you know. But, like, people who, like, post it on, like, social media, all it, like, tells me is that your music is kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, everyone thinks their music's the best, obviously, but in this case, my music is the best. <laughs> I, okay, so I feel like I'm just I, I feel like everyone is like a narcissist when it comes to their music taste. Yeah. Like everyone takes like such good pride in their music taste. But like, you have to know that like nobody really cares what music you listen to. So why the fuck are you posting it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're joking here. Um, anyways, I, I actually am a big fan of the Spotify Wrapped because one of my favorite things to do is, like, look at the, um, like, for example, um, my top, top my top artist, I was in, like, 0.5 of the top listeners. Oh, my God. And I think that's, like, really freaking cool, dude. So, like, here's your medal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Squidward. I saw this thing where you could, like... It's, like, give you the option to, like, mix your, like, top lists with, like, your friends. I've never heard of that. It popped up on my phone the other day. It was, like, combine your top Spotify playlists or whatever you're wrapped with, like, one of your best friends and, like, make it 50%, 50%, like, each each other's music. So, like, makes one big playlist of your top Yo, songs. we should, like, actually try that. I mean, it'd be completely two different versions but yeah it'd be like gangster and elvis <laughs> okay to oh, be everyone geez. out there is listening cedar thinks anything made in the 21st century is gangster that's so. wrong that's wrong that's wrong that's wrong i'm no, no we're I'm, not I'm, gonna I'm get into joking. the we're not music getting, debate all right we're not gonna get into this today maybe maybe another time um also it's christmas time so get your friggin gifts they're running low <laughs> everybody they're all stuck on those ships. <laughs> Better go swim out and get your freaking ornaments there <laughs> from the ships. Oh, oh my god. Go swim Bro, out. Every swim year, out. what do you think? Every year, we always break at least one ornament in Christmas time. <clears throat> at least one. I feel like that's the liability you have when you have pets. That is very true. <laughs> Although, or small children, because I was always the one who like dropped the ornament and broke it. <laughs> oh my god. 
I was actually pretty good about ornament dropping and stuff like that. I'm a klutz, what can I say? But, like, the cat... My cats actually aren't that bad, but, like, when I first got my cats when they were young, they were all, like, spazzy and shit, and they, like, just went after the ornaments. Just, like, absolutely went after them. Yeah, I Ella has really hasn't been that bad, but, like... Who's Ella to the audience? Ella's my dog. New dog. I, we've not had, we haven't even had her for, like, a year. Same with my newest cat, Cleo. Cleo's an animal. I love Cleo. And then I've had Felix for five years, I think, and a dog, Yellow Lab Bella, for, like, 13 years, so she's yeah. getting up there. Oh, yeah, Bella. First year, uh, we got Felix. He climbed the tree up immediately. All oh, the way geez. to the top. Yo, so remember that tree. scene in Elf? <laughs> when, when he jumps on Buddy tries to jump on the tree. <laughs> I watched that movie the other day on oh, HBO. God, I love that movie. That's one of my favorites. What's um, your favorite scene in that movie? I feel like... Um, ooh. You want me to say mine first? Yeah, you go first. I need to think on this for a second. Mine has to be when he um, ran into the fake Santa at the, at the Christmas store. And he got so excited. He's like, Santa's coming to town! <laughs> 10 a.m., Santa's coming. That's like a TikTok sound. I know. <laughs> he realizes he's not the real Santa. He's like, you smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> You're not the real Santa. And he stays up all night. <laughs> and, he's like, and he creeps on Jovi in the bathroom. <laughs> Who the hell would do that? Fucking buddy, man. Oh my god, buddy. It's gotta be... The, like they don't really make Christmas movies anymore, so that's gotta be like the newest, like best. No, one of, no. One of the best. Elf is like Christmas 03. Movies. Yeah, but like, what's come after that? That's like top tier. Grinch. Grinch is 05. I mean, I get. I don't really consider Grinch top tier to be honest. Really, you don't like the Grinch? Jim I mean, Carrey Grinch. He's pretty funny. No, Jim Carrey's funny, just like yeah. the movies were like... You don't... So, yeah, there's a lot of people that actually don't like the Jim Carrey Grinch. I'm like... It's dude. just very kiddish. I mean, I don't know. So I probably what? liked him when I was six or seven. Oh my god. By the way, you can't really talk about Christmas movies when you haven't seen Tim Allen's Santa Clauses. Well, I don't watch... He's got movies. a whole trilogy. One, two, three, Santa Claus. Oh and my god, no way. I don't understand how you haven't seen them. No, I haven't. Everyone on the face of the earth, except you, has seen Tim Allen's Santa Claus. Yeah, I really haven't seen it. A lot of people, like, they're, like, kind of old movies now, so, like, it's nostalgia, but, like, I'll keep it real. Number one, awesome. Number two, pretty good. It's, like, still really good, but not awesome. And then number three was, like, mediocre. It's, like, subpar. Okay, that's that's how that's how trilogies usually go. A lot of people out there are gonna like say one through three is golden. Like, what are you talking about? But like, I'm sorry, no. That's I feel like that's how a lot of trilogies. That's how a lot of trilogies happen. I mean, that is true. Yeah. So, all right. Anyways, so what we're gonna get into today is the main portion of today's segment. Um, We've got a list of topics, but this is the biggest one of the day. This is kind of, this is huge for current events. I don't know how many baseball fans are out there, but um, this MLB lockout has been uh, first one in 26 years. And let me what just... What was it, like 1994? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> for those of you, um, we're just going to provide a quick little background here. Um, a lockout is like, how would you describe it? Like the opposite of a strike, right? 
So so yeah. so let's so a strike is where the workers refuse to work. I mean, and I then, think everybody knows that. Right, and then uh, so a lockout. If is you watch that one SpongeBob episode, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> um. Uh, and then, so a lockout is the opposite of that. So, like, the owners won't let their players into the facilities and won't have contacts. Right, so, so basically... no trades, no yeah, yeah. no signings, whatever. So that, that's, like, the kind of the background of it. All right, let's get into why there's a lockout. Yeah. Do you want right. to say that? No, no, you got it, you got it. Okay. Well, so basically in MLB, they've got the MLB organization, right? And the owners, they're, like, kind of, like, one... I guess, like, side, I guess, right? Is that what you'd say? Yeah, yeah, just like the regular And then board. the players, it's kind of like a workers' union. They have an MLBPA, MLB Players Association, who's like... Who is that led by again? I forget. Oh, I have no idea. I feel like it's like... I feel like it's someone like... I know the NBA's is the NBA's Chris is Paul, Chris Paul yeah. but... I, I don't know who baseball's is. Yeah, oh well. Anyways, keep going. But, so basically, they form that to, like, try to keep things fair with the players so the owners don't have all the power. And so basically, it's, like, time to, like, renegotiate a new deal for, like, contracts. Now the league is structured. And it's a mess. I'm not going to lie. It's no an one, absolute mess. No one side is, like, compromising. They both want two different things. And Rob Manfred, the uh, commissioner of the league... He's making it worse. He's absolutely making it worse. He's showing his true colors and why he, like, he should just be fired immediately or resign. Yeah, he's, um, really not making it, um, better. Um, he... I watched a clip the other day of him in an interview saying that, um, this is, like, necessary to happen and it's okay not to panic. Which is, like, complete bullshit because, like, dude, you're running a business and there's no revenue coming in now. And I know for a fact that the other, like, professional sports commissioners would try and solve this as soon as they can. But Rob Manfred is coming out and saying, I'm not, go- I'm not going to try and solve this. I'm just going to wait it out because this is necessary and this needs to happen for the business to run correctly. Which I think is complete bullshit and this should be ended immediately and... It's just... It honestly feels like he doesn't really care about the game and that he's only looking at it, like, from a money standpoint. Which is sad. Which is sad. And and it's sad because that's how some business people look at things. And it's really sad. Every sports fan has, like, a tier of how they feel, like, what league is, like, run the best, right? Yeah. There are some big issues. Like, NBA is, like, number one with David... What? David Silver? Is that his name? Adam Silver. Adam Silver. Bald guy. Yeah, and then Roger Goodell for NFL. He's pretty, NFL he, he's pretty is good. not good, dude. Oh, their NFL's players. Not good. Do you know how many times their players get fined? It's ridiculous. Yeah, they can't have their jerseys untucked. Right. But that's another issue. Yeah. But MLB is down there with NFL. I'm like, I I I, <clears throat> I think it's worse. I mean, it probably is at this point with the lockout. Yeah, and people the, were wanting just, him to yeah. be like fired before this, and yeah. now. He's already made a bunch yeah. of mistakes before this, and now this is kind of like the icing on the cake here, and baseball fans are declining, um, there's no more young fans, everyone is bored with baseball, and it's just, <clears throat> Robert Manfred is not taking action on it. So, yeah, basically what this lockout means is that they could delay the preseason, and... Even regular season. E- yeah, or that, and they could even, like, miss out on a World Series. Yeah, that's, this, that's it, happened before. It's really bad, like... 
they completely closed the facilities. Oh, they're doing a protest on Twitter where they have, like, the blank faces. Oh, yeah. The default All the players. Memes, the default memes. <laughs> yes. It's like... MLB next year if they don't get their act together. It's like Joe Random. Joe Random. Batting <laughs> Joe <third>. Random 22. <laughs> Joe Random the show 22. No, but the like actual Twitter profiles of the actual players are just blank. Yeah, it's it's really bad. and It's kind of a mess. I, like, I was going through my Instagram, like, a few days ago. I don't know when they posted it. But I saw MLB came up and it said, a letter from Rob Manfred, the commissioner, is linked to our bio. And I actually read the whole thing, and it was so what was your bad. I had to reread it because I thought he was, like, interpreting his sentences wrong or I was reading it wrong. I wasn't. It was, all right, let's break it down. Yeah. So, essentially, he places all blame in the Players Association for this lockout to be happening. And he says that, like, his, like... I don't know, how do you want to say it? His, like, motive for actually, like, believing in what he's doing is right is that, like, the player's quote-unquote vision for baseball will make it uncompetitive and will ruin the game. Which, I don't really know about that. Because, well, we're going to get into, like, the deeper facts of it, but for him to just blatantly say that it's the player's fault and he straight out said that they're not really committed to the game is really like that's a really stupid thing to do i feel like every time we think baseball is going up it takes like they had a great year last year they had a great year and they signed they hired ken griffey jr to be some sort of what was it called i forget what the job title was well like like in a advisor or something yeah 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 like an advisor like a senior advisor or something like that under under rob manfred and i was like okay this is a good step in the right direction because i know that ken griffey jr will want baseball to go in an upward direction yeah all right let's dive deeper into the letter because there's a lot more to it all right all right yeah basically one part that i read said that he negotiations weren't really moving along and his goal is to like wrap this up as quick as possible right like anyone would so he can like actually get a season in there but um so to do that he says he tried to incentivize the players by agreeing to some of their terms like creating the universal dh which means which i think is a good idea leagues gets a dh and their pitcher doesn't have to bat which every fan wants because right. no one wants to see a pitcher bat everybody wants Bumgarner. more home runs everyone wants more home runs he also said that he'd restructure the draft system and like the lottery picks for to like s- be more similar with other leagues which makes sense to me because like nobody watches their drafts like I, you don't even know when it happens like it's kind of right. ridiculous how low yeah. key it is Compared, compared to, like, the NBA and NFL drafts. And it also said something about um, the competitive tax, which I'm assuming that, I don't know what it is, but it sounds like it handicaps the contender teams. Something that the players would want. Um, I don't really know, but it's crazy to me that he'd use those as incentives instead of just doing them on his own because they're better for the game. Like, to use those to get what he wants, which is them to negotiate and, like, compromise, rather rather than to just do them, because they make them better for the game. It's I wonder like, if he just, like, did them, then this wouldn't be happening in the first place. 
Because the, the players made it clear what they wanted. They made it clear. It's like he was saving all of those things that everybody wants to happen just so we can get something in return for doing those things. <clears throat> when it's his job to do them. Right, it's like, his make job. make the game better, dude. Yeah, it's his job to, like, notice those things. And I think he just, like, has limited brain cells or something like that. He's just, like... I wonder how much baseball he was exposed to when he was, like, young. Or how like, much he actually knows so about the stupid. game. It's so stupid. An example with, like, the NBA... They recently, this season, made some new changes so that, like, foul calling is a lot more limited and it gives, like, defenders a better chance to actually defend. He did that because it made the game better and more exciting. Like, nobody wants to watch 30 free throws a night. Like, that's a good thing to do. Right. And Rob Manfred can literally do the same thing in his sport. He's got all these ideas and yet he's using them as, like, to strong arm the players and, like, saying, hey... We're going to, like, not do these things unless you want to negotiate, which, well, it's so stupid. Yeah, it's 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 really dumb, and he doesn't really know what he's doing, and it's really, like, clear that so many other people could do, like, a better job than him, um, and so many people, like, know more about the game than him, which is really just depressing because it's, like, you're the boss of MLB, and you don't know the game, or you don't know what you're doing and it's just, like, it. everyone can see it. Like, we're just casual friggin' high schoolers who have known this game for a while. And we can just blatantly see that this guy is a, like, fucking quack who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, quack, quack. <laughs> Go off. So, it's just, like... Friggin' duck. Quack, quack. So many... And, and we're, we're, this is not like a hot take. We're, this is not like a hit piece on Ma Rob Manfred. No, literally everyone is basically saying. Everyone is saying the same thing. We're just backing this statement up because everyone agrees with this. And um, we're just backing it up. And we, like, as high schoolers, we just, like, notice this. And... Bro, we're only talking about his frigging letter that he, like actually wrote out for the entire public for the fans who are the only ones being punished by this whole thing right like the fans who have stayed loyal like he's like, punishing the most like the people who are keeping the game alive uh <laughs> sorry our, our cats uh my, my cat's cracking me up he's running around <laughs> but <laughs> that's oh, funny yeah, yeah oh, the fans are being punished which is like it's it's sad because they're the ones keeping the game alive and it's like it's the american pastime for a reason you know and things are on the like uphill for the game but that's being derailed right now yeah it's being absolutely and all his letter derailed. did was insult the people who he's trying to compromise with with which is not a good idea it takes an idiot to know that and ah oh, one more thing what was i gonna say um, what was I gonna say? Was there another detail about the letter that you especially disliked? I feel like there was. Give me a second. Talk about something. <laughs> yeah, so, um, anyways. <laughs> I'm sitting here. Oh, I got it. I remembered. Okay. All right, all right. He said he was basically calling them um, greedy as well in the letter. Oh, because geez. he said that they make like, more money in any other sports or any other leagues. They have, like, the best contracts. And, like, they shouldn't be, like, complaining and wanting more because that's just absurd. But it's... Can we just, like, talk about, like... I feel like... Like, to, they to, have, to help like... This argument, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay, they okay, have, okay. like, 
They're the only, like, league that doesn't have, like, a salary cap for teams or, like, a cap on, like, contracts. So they can have, like, 10-plus-year contracts and make, like, $500 million. And so that's what he was saying is, like, why they shouldn't even be asking for anything. When in reality, it's, like, baseball is, like, the owners are incredibly rich, right? And so, like, with the inflation and stuff, like... They're obviously, like, why would they ask for less when, like, they're already making that much, you know? Right, It's like, you, everything is valued at something, and, like, you're complaining that they're asking for more when, like, money, I don't know. It's, what do you think? It's, um, so it's tough to tell, because I feel like some of the articles that I read weren't, like, 100% clear on which side, what each side wanted. But I think after reading a bunch um, on ESPN and um, New York Times and out of Manfred's letter, it seems like the players think they have it worse than the owners. And the owners disagree because we have just come off a pandemic year, which obviously hit the game of baseball hard because of no fans and revenue and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So I feel like... There's no way to take either the players or the owner's side. It's just Rob Manfred is dealing with this horribly. Instead of trying to solve it right away, which even in his letter, he said he wanted to solve it right away. But that's a lie because... A day, the day after that, he's waiting for them to make the first move to see if they're going to cave in with this little like offer. That's a lie because he just and then he had an interview where he said that he basically here. I'm just going to paraphrase here because I don't have the exact quote. He said, "This happens in a business, and we're going to wait as long as we can, or like this is going to happen, and this needs to happen." It's just it's like no, it doesn't need to happen yeah um you should be trying to solve this right now instead of on a press conference saying well it's all gonna be okay no dude it's not gonna be okay if you just sit here and tell us tell us it's gonna be okay and like we're not like saying like both sides are at fault here because the the players like like not be willing to like negotiate a little bit is a little like concerning right because there were a couple players last year who are like, if I have to take a pay cut, then I am not playing. Like, Chris Archer, pitcher for, what was he, Tampa Bay Rays? Tampa Bay, yeah. Again, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, I remember that he made, or maybe it was Blake Snell, both of them. They made well, this. Blake Snell got traded to the Padres, remember? I know, but like, 2020, I think one of the two or both, like, publicly stated that if they have to take a cut, like, they're not going to play because. Well, they have, like, a point where it's, like, yeah, I, I provide a service and I expect to be paid what I was promised. It's also, like, people are losing their jobs. Like, right. for you to sacrifice a little bit in, like, a pandemic, it's not asking the moon. Right, exactly. Um, and, and so, like, now we're seeing that again with, like, these negotiations. Yeah, and th- that's... And we've seen people... We've seen players take pay cuts just to stay on their home team, which I think is one of the most noble things a sport player can do. It's a smart thing to do. Like, Tom Brady always takes a pay cut so they can have weapons around him. Right. And he just makes that money back in endorsements when he wins his seventh, maybe eighth Super Bowl. Same thing with uh, David Ortiz. He took pay cuts just to stay on the Red Sox. And it was, it's, 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 it's just kind of a classy and noble thing to do. Like, obviously, you want to, sports players love to see the headlines. Oh, huge contract offered 
signed here. But, like, I don't know. It just seems kind of classy just to take a pay cut and just show the fans that I'm playing this for the specific love of this city and the love of the game. And I think that's really classy yeah, and cool. Not every player is going to be like that. Right. It's, like, an acquired, like, characteristic, you know? Right. You just have to... And if you don't like your city, then I, I totally understand you, like, saying, forget it. I Imagine don't... if you're, like, born in Massachusetts and you, like, you grow up a Red Sox fan and then you just drafted to the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> that would be such a... Hey, that happened to uh, Aaron Judge. Bruh, actually... Aaron Judge is a total Red Sox fan when he was in college. I think he went to college in Boston or grew up in Boston. What year did he like go that. to college? I forget. Because if it was but, like 04, there, 05, there's, then there's, he's a bad bandwagon bitch. <laughs> um, no, he, I saw him. There's an old picture with him uh, with a Red Sox hat on. I'm pretty sure that was J.D. Martinez. No, it was it was Judge, dude. It was freaking Judge. All right, well, I know for a fact J.D. Martinez went to a Red Sox game with his dad when he was like 18, and they like always bring it back whenever I watch the Red Sox game. They're yeah. Like, Remember that time when he watched the game and, like, who would have thought he'd be our star player, yada, yada, yada. Right, yeah. So, anyways, that is, um... Final message. Um, both sides need to get their act together so the fans don't get punished. And Rob Manfred needs to be fired. Yeah. Or, if not fired, which... No, some... he's had his chances, yeah, bro. Yeah, he it's has... A, it's I... a business, like he said. Like, yeah. get, get the fuck out. You're costing people money. Right, you you are costing people money, and I asked, um, my uncle is one of the um, Tampa Bay Rays owners, and I asked him um, if he had anything to say, but he didn't. He, he, he said there was a rule that you can, the owners can't speak on this because of the lockout, which, which kind of sucks, but I totally get it. I mean, yeah, it's just smart, you know? Yeah, it, it is smart, and I was trying to... Speaking of your uncle, yeah. didn't he um, buy you that... Like top of top of the notch golfing set. <laughs> yeah, he did. He bought me like a whole brand new set of Mavericks when I told him I wanted to get into it. Um, and now like we go every we we go almost like we go we went almost every week this summer. It was fucking awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, we went to um, Wallanock and um, Sheep's Got Links. Sheep's Got Links. <laughs> we got a fucking suck. <laughs> we got a lot better though. Uh, Start of the summer, we... I couldn't use a driver. End of the summer, <laughs> remember I when use remember it. you're like, "Screw this! I'm using my three wood off the tee." I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I still hit it better. <laughs> I don't know. I I swear to God, that was all psychological, bro. You gotta start somewhere. I feel like everybody couldn't hit their driver. Okay. I mean, like, I'm I'm happy with our progression over the summer. Right. Yeah. I, I am too. Um, we, I mean, we went, went from like what sixties to forties, more like eighties to forty, or I mean fifties. But yeah. Oh yeah, we haven't we haven't adopted in the forties yet. Um, or we adopted what? What are they called? The mulligans or something? Oh yeah, we figured out what a mulligan was. A lot of breakfast balls, shots. <laughs> we uh, we helped ourselves out a lot. Yeah, to be honest, we did, but we still had a lot of fun, and I feel like. Golf is just such a great game. Yeah. <laughs> remember, remember that one time? It was a typical Saturday. We were going golfing. It was like the middle of July or something. We were getting into it, and um, <laughs> out of nowhere, this guy in a golf cart pulls up right as we're about to like start driving over to the whole one on a Wawanock, 
And he goes, uh, I think I'm playing with you guys today. And we were like, who fucking asked? I was like, what? Is this a thing in golf? Like, people play with strangers? Like, did you just, or, and he's like, oh, it's okay if we don't. And obviously, this guy was the nicest guy ever, and we we're, we're nice guys. We're we're always nice, and we're like, I'm uh, a pushover. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, we're we're always nice, and so we were just kind of like, uh, okay, you can play with us. And he was like, great. And he was just like, and we were like, okay, this guy's in. This fl- guy was in khaki this guy's shorts, in flip-flops. the oldest uh, polo shirt. He had flip flops, no socks. He right. I thought he'd be like mediocre, you know. Yeah. First fucking shot. This guy sends it. Two fifty. Down the middle. Bro, it was not 250. Right. It was like 350. Yeah. 350 with his driver. No, it wasn't 350. The hole wasn't even 350. Alright, I don't know lengths. I know that he hit it like... That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he sent it... He sends it... You're so comical! Uh, so he sends it 250... And we are we just look at each other. We're like, he did that the whole game. He shot one over par. Yeah, which he, if, in case was, you didn't know, it's like no mistakes. Yeah, we were like, uh, dude, are, are you a, like a scratch golfer? Or First something hole, like that? he sat by his ball. <laughs> he waited for us. Well, we well, he watched our dumbass. <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> three balls to get up to him. Yeah, Cooper like shanked his in the woods, and I did like. a... <laughs> I, I did like a fine drive, but it wasn't nearly as good as like, and and so and he was so unbothered too. Yeah, he was the nicest guy ever. But of course, us being assholes, we're like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're like, get the fuck out of here. Now, now I know why you wanted to play. Golf with is us. like the most. It's like the most. What is it? It has like the most etiquette, right? Like the most class? manners, class, class, yeah. yeah. And every time, I probably like. I dropped so many bombs on, like, a bad swing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Although, I, I feel like, like we did not honor that this summer. No. Because <laughs> we were like, fuck this dude. <laughs> Just smiling at us and waiting. <laughs> like, my, uh, my guy was the nicest guy we have ever met. So it's just like, I don't know... I was like, are you a scratch golfer, which means amateur? And he was like, oh, I'd like to be. And I was like, fuck you, dude. You can totally be it. <laughs> He's like, yep, I've been golfing since four years old. And I was like, okay, yep, got it. Yep, okay, this is our first summer. And he was like, that's okay, man, it's all right. And I remember I did outdrive him one hole, and I was Which like, one? Um, what's the number where it's like you hit it, you try to curve it left, there's like the little pond stream, and then you get over. Oh, the f- oh, hole four. Is that four Oh, or my five? God, that is the worst hole at Wawanock. I, dude, I that hole so much and i think everyone else does it's so bad um <laughs> f3 <laughs> yeah. um but yeah that was like the worst golfing game ever because we got showed up and like i i can't i kid you not at the ninth hole i was i asked him like how long have you been golfing and he's like since like three and i was like oh this is our first summer he's like oh not bad and i was like Okay, that was like <laughs> that was totally sarcastic. That was like the we had just we had just come like, off like a eight eight nine stroke. Oh, absolutely bad, which is weird because we had like our best games the day before or something. Yeah, um, and then we would um, yeah, and then to- Topher would come with us sometimes, and that that was fun. But 
Uh, who's Topher to the audience? <laughs> oh, to the audience. Oh, he's our friend. Topher's our friend. We might have him on sometime. Who knows? Probably not, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper's jealous. Cooper. Don't be jealous of Topher's better than Bro, Topher team. carried us. We did a three, uh, three on three, like, no, it was, it was a four, four, it was a four team, four man, whatever. Four man team scramble. For the, uh, LA homecoming tournament LA thing for, like, uh, what are, alumni. And, um, Topher carried us, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, we finished plus one, which is, we thought was not bad, but then we saw... Well, with we, our we, handicap, it wouldn't have been bad at all. Like, right. We must have come close to winning. I know. Our handicap was pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we had three. Uh, we're supposed to play four. So we just, each of us took a different shot, or an extra shot, I mean. I actually enjoyed that a lot. It was it was really cool. Like, yeah, man, we had burgers. It was fun. It was really fucking rainy. Topher won the uh, closest to the hole-in-one. Topher won the closest to the pin, yeah. To the pin, yeah. He went pin hunting that day on a yacht. Freaking pin hunting, dude, right? Uh, Some golf talk for you. Yeah, Topher's a, Topher's a, Topher is a Giants fan. Nah. To- Topher's a Giants fan, so. New York Giants? Yeah. So, um, that is. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. Although, he always has that, um, he, he always has that. Super Bowl, what twenty ten Super Bowl that he can? I don't know. The one they robbed face. from the undefeated or were undefeated, undefeated season. season for the Patriots. Eli beat us, bro. Oh my god! I remember like watching that um, because like I didn't know like what had happened because I wasn't I didn't watch the game live obviously. Right, right. Like, seeing that interception with the guy painted on his helmet, like oh, basically like yeah, end game. Mm-hmm. Just like a kick in the nuts. I understand what the Seahawks felt when uh, Malcolm <laughs> Butler... <laughs> Malcolm Butler at the goal line! <laughs> Richard Sherman shitting himself on the sideline. <laughs> I have an idea. Let's pass. Even though we got Marshawn Lynch right next to me, we're gonna pass. Uh, beast mode did not happen on that one. Nope, it didn't. Anyways, Malcolm Butler kind of fell off, I'm not going to lie. Remember when Belichick benched him in that Super Bowl? Oh, my, he cried, dude. I know. It was close up on his face, crying. That was for the, what, 2017 versus Eagles? I don't know, Eagles? shipped him off somewhere, and I don't know where he is. That was versus he might the, be retired, I think yeah. he might be. That was, that was versus the Eagles. Belichick benched him for the Eagles game, Eagles Super Bowl game, and we got our asses kicked. Ooh, no, not our what'd asses you, kicked. What do you think of the Patriots-Bills game this uh, Monday night? Uh, not gonna lie, it was kind of a snoozer. Like, I'm not trying to be a dink, but, like, it was kind of a snoozer. You're underselling it, Cedar. That was the most boring game I've ever watched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mac Jones threw it, like... Okay, so Mac threw it... Let's see. Huh? He threw three attempts. He went two for three. Yeah. Two completed passes. They ran the ball, I want to say, 42 or 49 times. Over 200 yards there. rushing for the Patriots. And we won. We won 14 to 10. Because their offense sucked, and our defense came up clutch a few times. Yeah. Yeah, our defense in the red zone has been nasty this season. That is true. Although, that was the most idiotic game. Both teams were playing so bad in the beginning. <laughs> we, got, we had a 15-yard punt. <laughs> we had 
some missed field goals, some dropped passes, some easy bunnies that they just they had oh. their, Bills receivers had brick hands that day. Yeah, Stefan Diggs. That's the worst I've seen Stefan Diggs play. Oh, don't I know? I had him on my fantasy team. Oh my god! Still but you, at least you had Damien Harris. Yeah. Although he got hurt. Did he? Damien Harris got hurt. I mean, I lost that week's matchup, but that is what it is. That sucks because the Patriots have a really, really deep running back. Oh yeah, they have a lot of backs, so like they yeah. get fresh legs a lot. Right. So they have James White, who got hurt in the beginning of the season, which sucks because James White is a beast. Backs. Really good. Um, and then there's now their starting back is Damien Harris, who's also a beast, but he's hurt now. Or at least was. Do you know that's update on that? Huh? Do you know? I got it so down. Do you know if, <laughs> <laughs> you know if Damien Harris is still hurt? Uh, from last or yesterday or Monday's game? Yeah. I have no idea. I have not heard a single thing besides the Pats have a seven-game win streak. The First Pats in the AFC. King. The Pats are king. Everyone's saying Chiefs are going to take the Super Bowl. It's going to be Chiefs, Bucks, maybe maybe Chiefs, Rams. But I got and they won't even put the Patriots in the uh, championship game or the AFC championship. They've that got, is sad. They've that got the is Bills. honestly sad. And we play the Bills again at Foxborough in a couple weeks. Or yeah, I think we have a bye, so in three weeks. But yeah, okay. Picture this: Pats, Bucks, Super Bowl. Thoughts. Um, people are going to go bankrupt to get a ticket. <laughs> That's how expensive it's going to be. And I mean, rightfully so. Brady against Bill? Come on now. Yeah. That would be pretty insane. Um, we actually played the Bucks earlier this season. Oh my god, did we? Yes, we did. Bitch. Uh, we lost 2017? 19-17. We almost hit a game-winning field goal. That was a tough game to lose, but we played really well. That's very true. We did play really well. Uh, Mac Jones had a career game there. It's kind of like amazing what we're doing because like we're we're not throwing the ball deep at all with our rookie QB. No, we're keeping it, which is what Brady does. Brady kind of like throws. No, little... he he le- left some out. Come on now. No, but like, but he didn't in like his beginning years. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just want Mackie to air one out sometimes. You he know? he did one time. He loves throwing it to that number. What's his name? Kendrick Bourne. That's his favorite target, I think. Kendrick Bourne is his favorite target. He's awesome. Fair, but, um, yeah, no. NFL teams, listen up. We're not going long, okay? You can stop covering the pass. Safeties. Blitz for once. Safeties, come in. Safeties, bring your safeties in. Bro, did you see that interview with um Cooper Cup? Did no, you... I didn't. Bro. Cooper Cup's a beast. I know. Shout out Cooper. Cooper Cooper. <laughs> um... No, he had the most technical answer to um, a question. I think he, th- the reporter just asked him, like, what his, like, pr- thought process was on the TD drive or whatever his play that he scored a touchdown on. And he gave the most sophisticated answer. I, I can't even try to repeat it. It was impressive, though. And he might have just been talking gibberish. I'd never know, but... It was... Yeah, there's a lot to take in. Speaking of the Rams, uh, they're not doing great. What do you mean? I thought they were having a great season. They just no. got Odell Beckham. Uh, well, they beat the Jags this weekend, but they they got Matthew they lost Stafford. they lost three straight before that. 
Oh, did they? Yeah, they did. Lost the Packers. They lost the 49ers. Odell Beckham is just cursed. I Honest to God. Mm. Like, he's like a black cat. Don't have him on your team. You're going to lose some games. Yeah, he's just... I feel like he's, he's kind of bad luck. A little it's bit. like how my mom feels. Like, she'll never watch a Patriots game because she always thinks she's jinxing it and, like, we're losing because of her. Really? Which, That's so weird. Yeah, but, like, I kind of believe it, not going to lie. So... Yeah, I'm the opposite. That game against the Falcons, Super Bowl, Patriots, Falcons. Yeah. She literally stopped watching right around that third quarter when we went off and came back 28-3. Oh, my God. So we sound I'm, like such Patriots honks right now bringing up the fucking Falcons game. Because that's, that's, that's all we got. I'm just kidding. That's I mean, got. if you want, we can talk about another Atlanta sports team fumbling the lead. <laughs> Braves. <laughs> Braves Dodgers. <laughs> Although they, they got they one They made it year. up. They made it up they this got year. One. They Friggin got They're one. on the board. You know who else got one? Who? Detroit Lions. <laughs> <laughs> right after we shit talk them. Last episode, Cooper was <laughs> Cooper was like, I'm in a mentally bad place. <laughs> I had to watch the Lions on Thanksgiving. Oh, oh that was God. great. Yeah, no, but they got the walk-off win, touchdown as the clock expired. Good old Jared Goff made it happen. Got friggin' after it, dude. Jared Goff is gonna be the new Stafford and just have his career washed down the drain by playing for the Lions. No, 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 no. But at least, like... Bro, their coach, nicest guy from the media, I'm assuming he's nice. Like, he was celebrating like he won the Super Bowl after that win. Right, right. Yeah, he was, he was. Which, I mean, it's kind of like when you bring in the reserves at the end of a basketball game and, like, they hit a three and everyone's pumped... Even though you're up or down, like when Taco 30. hit that three, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> When fucking Brad Stevens was waving the crowd up to put him in, right, 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 right. Friggin' New England, this New England in this thing, hot. Yeah, we friggin' hot, dude. New England, New England sports teams forever, forever, forever. Let's see, you want to talk about mediocrity? So, anyways... Oh, wait, 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 one more, one more. Mediocrity. Okay. What's his face? Um, is, do I want to... Who's the Bears quarterback or their backup? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Threw four interceptions in a game. You're kidding. I read it on the uh, NFL Instagram post, and like, for the fifth time in his career, he's thrown four picks in a game. Dude, that guy is... I thought Jameis Winston was bad the other day, and or, I mean, the other year, which is, I mean, he was having a breakout year this season, but he's out now, right? Yeah, he is. He, like, blew an ACL or something? I don't know. He's out for the season. Yeah, something like that. Which is too bad. I guess that laser eye surgery actually worked for him. Yeah, that is very too bad. Although he gives the worst pregame speeches. Who does? Uh, James Winston. How do you know? seen the clip where he's like making a W with his fingers. He's like, we gotta eat this W. <laughs> That's so bad. That's actually really fucking funny. He's got a couple other memes, but yeah. So I went to a hockey game on Saturday. Um, what at, team? At Bowdoin. Bowdoin? Yeah. Um, it was really fucking fun. Like, so we got in for free. They played Colby, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, they played Colby. Um, I've never been to a hockey game. It was really fun. All right, explain it to me. Break it down. So, it was a hockey game. 
and I could actually... <laughs> so, it was a hockey game. I could actually see the puck. Oh, there we go. Cedar <laughs> struggles to see the puck on TV. I mean, so do I, but... Who can see the fucking puck? <laughs> like, it's like just a little black shit disc that just... <laughs> <laughs> goes around the ice the players are like I the puck. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I'm not with you with that but yeah anyways um so I went and it was actually a girls hockey game um there you go which actually wasn't um it wasn't like no I'm not, I'm not gonna say that <laughs> um, go on Cedar um it, it was actually really good it was really good um they were playing really hard and when um, Bowden, the home team, scored, oh my god, dude, the fucking crowd erupted. And there was <laughs> there was these two guys in the front row with dresses on. Oh, the student section. <laughs> they both had dresses on. Do they have any like anything under it? Like no, pause, but <laughs> like because they're at a hockey game, so it's freezing. Why are they wearing? It actually, dresses? wasn't that cold. Wait, what? Yeah, I know. Every time I see the fans, they've got winter coats and hats on. Right. Although, I, I did have a hat on. I did have a hat and coat on. Maybe I just was dressed properly. Bro, if you think that was bad, did I tell you about um, when I went to the um, Red Sox? What was it? Red Sox? Rays? Rays? Yeah. It was the divisional series. This is a game where their catcher, Vasquez, walked it off in the extra innings. I remember that. That was a marathon game. Oh my god, dude. That was the hypest I've ever been. The crowd was going nuts. A guy about 20 rows in front of me was throwing his dog 10 feet up in the air and catching him. Holy shit. It was You're the kidding. funniest shit. Everyone was so hyped. They were throwing their beers and shit. <laughs> Everyone was... Like, jumping up. <laughs> oh, there's that Joe Rogan laugh. Joe Rogan. <laughs> Fuck. Um, anyways, so back to the hockey game. And it was really fun because, like, I don't know. I was there, and I was like, I really wanted to be in college. Just, like, suddenly. Is that why? You know, never mind. <laughs> I just, like, really fucking wanted to be in college. There you go, Bubby. And there was this, like, and then, like, there was this, like, really hot girl on the Colby team that came out on the ice. She was just, like, really hot blonde. And I was like, holy shit, bro. Bro, you should have made your move. Uh, I should have. Although, I, I didn't know where the locker room was. So like That's they... not what you want to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably not. You're going to want to pull a Buddy the Elf? No, 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 no. Like, Go outside, the outside the locker room. Nah, it's too late for you. That was creepy as fuck. <laughs> no, no, I don't know where the girls' locker room is. No, I can't no, make a move. I, oh my god, <laughs> no, no, that like outside the girls' locker room, like just waiting where they come out, you know. <laughs> That's fair enough. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm sort of meaning like I don't know, get her attention on the ice. On the ice when she's in game mode? No, that's the most annoying thing, bro. I mean... As athletes, would you want someone, like, trying to get your attention while you're in a game? 100%. Why? Because it's fun. Because it's fun? The other day, LeBron James against the Celtics last night had a whole thing. He was talking to the Celtics bench. Like, and friggin', what's his face? Ben, um, Batman. What's his name? 
Ben and Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez were sitting right behind him. Oh, that's dope. I didn't even know they got back together. Oh my, what? You didn't know they got back together? I thought, I heard rumors. They totally got back together. Bro, Benifer was in LA last night and A-Rod was punching the air somewhere. <laughs> Uh, we hate A-Rod. A-Rod's a fucking pussy. He's a cheater <laughs> who, I don't know why ESPN hired him. Yeah, he is horrible. Every time the Red Sox are on Sunday it's Night like Baseball. It's like Joe Buck if he used steroids. Every time the Red Sox are on Sunday Night Baseball, I just, like, sandpaper my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so you said Aflac was in. He's a bad Batman. Bro, What? <laughs> Affleck is a bad Batman. He was not a bad um, Batman. He's... he's he... It's hard to explain. I feel like the plot sucked, alright, in Justice League. And he hasn't had his own standoff movie. And, you know, he might get that with the uh, Flashpoint movie He's too up. big, though. What do you mean by that? Like, Batman's supposed to be, like, kind of... What do you mean by that? Batman's supposed to be, like, kind of lean and... Like, athletic. And Bat- uh, Affleck's Batman was just kind of like a big, like, Hulk. I feel slow. like his suit was more, and his, like, his Batmobile was more, like, military-grade. Kind of like the Christopher Nolan series. No, but that, but that one was cool. The, the Christian Bale one was cool because... I mean, at least Ben could turn his head with his cowl. Right. But, like... But do you agree that that Superman outfit looked really stupid? Superman or Batman? Sorry. One he used to fight Superman. Yeah, that was stupid, but, I mean, you had to give him something, because, like, you can't fight him in his normal suit, so it's just, like... Okay, but in the Justice League, they still didn't use, like, a nice, lean Batman. Like, I don't know. Like, People if you, if you hate look, on him. If you look at a regular... I feel like he's just not serious enough. Like, he's he made too many jokes, and, like, he was Bruce Wayne a lot, and I feel like... When Batman works, it's when he's usually Batman, and then Bruce Wayne when he has to be. Not Bruce right. Wayne when... And then Batman when he has to be. Right. Um, I still think the best Batman is Christian Bale. I mean, that is the only right answer, so... Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I definitely feel like the Heath Ledger Joker kind of made him, though. Like, having really? the best Joker, like, kind of elevated good. his You movies, don't think he was good in... Like, legacy is Batman. So. You don't think he was good in the first one because a, a lot of people like the first one like you know will like will cheryl um i just showed him the movies like he just watched the movies and he liked the first one better wow i was like yeah that kind of shocked me a little bit to be honest was he concussed <laughs> <laughs> well he did just have his appendix removed oh shit um, shout out to will hope you get i mean you are better but hope um Good thoughts to you. Yes, always good thoughts to Maritime Man there, Mr. Committed Maritime Boatman. Anyways, back to Batman. Back to yeah. Batman. Um, so, yeah, I think he was good in the um, Liam Neeson one. Or, sorry, not the Liam. Yeah, yeah, Liam Neeson yeah, played, played, played Roz. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was really good in that one. He looked, like, a lot younger. I think the first one... They're all good. I feel like the first one was the worst one, and uh, Dark Knight Returns was... Rises. Or Rises with Bane. That's yeah, the yeah, yeah, best yeah, one. yeah. Second best one. I feel like they're tied. Because I... I feel like you're tied. What, when was the last time you rewatched Batman Begins? 
Mm, it's been a few years. Right. You should watch it again, like, now that you're older. Just like we watch it. See, see what you think. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. I feel like a lot of people, like, care about this whole Batman thing, though. Like, like the whole thing. Like, you know how um, the old Batman's coming back with the Flash movie? Right. Uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton, who some people think that's the best Batman. Which, those ones are kind of goofy. <laughs> I know, but, like, for their time, they they were cutting edge, quote-unquote. Right, and, like, a lot of people still think the Jack Nicholson Joker is the best Joker. Even though he was a complete wing His nut. smile <laughs> was like he was Jim Carrey's current. <laughs> Jim Carrey's Riddler. <laughs> Riddle me this! Riddle me that! <laughs> Oh my god, that what was just is blinder than a bat? <laughs> or George Clooney's <laughs> nipples on his suit. <laughs> oh jeez, oh we love, we, Jim Carrey, we friggin' love ya. Um, Bumblebee tuna! Bro, but, oh, but, but, then. do you think that, like, they're gonna have multiple Batman, like, actually, like, be able to, like, reprise their roles in the future? Kind of like what they're we're doing with Spider Man. Yeah, but like more than a one stop mm, movie. Maybe. I mean, I feel like Christian mm, because I feel like Batman wasn't Christian I mean, Bale uh, like not out. Nah, he he is, and I he probably won't make a return. But like Ben Affleck was just getting started, right? And then he got canned like uh, Henry Cavill, right? With Superman, who he got fired on his birthday, by the that way. That sucks. DC's a walking L for that one. Yeah, and then now Vampire Man is Batman, so I don't really know. Vampire Man? Robert Pattinson. Oh! Twilight, Twilight <laughs> Kid. I pictured um, the new Dr. Morbius movie when you said that. <laughs> that, that would be me. Who is uh, the other Joker in the Suicide Squad? The... We're not going to talk about that one. Yeah, we don't really want to talk about Jared Leto. I'm not trying to be the Ikea dude, but probably not. I'll um, be the bigger man. Exactly. That's, that's his best quote. That's his, his, his quote. only line. His only good line that we liked was in the um, post credit scene of the Zack Snyder cut. Which was actually pretty good. Yeah, they. why would they even do that if they're not going to make a future movie? I just... Because they're and they added that's Martian why. Manhunter to that, which makes no sense. Yeah, that yeah, makes absolutely no sense. Dude. DC is a mess. They tried to do what Marvel did, but like... In three movies instead of like ten, right? And it just didn't really work because I don't know who's in charge of DC. I don't know <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like everyone, like when you say MCU, everyone's like Kevin Feige. It's the Feige universe, baby. Right? Like Feige is the guy, and he seems to be on top of this shit. Like he knows what he's doing. You know, like he knows what the fuck to do, right? Um. Yeah. I mean, he's got a whole team. It's not just him, but... Exactly. Yeah, we have, I don't know who runs DC. <laughs> I don't fucking... Does the DCEU even exist anymore? I don't know. Their last movie, Wonder Woman, was so bad. Yeah, Wonder Woman... Yeah, Wonder, no, Wonder Woman was okay, but the Wonder Woman 19... Whatever. Not 84. 1984. Oh my god. That yeah, no, that's the one I'm garbage. talking about. That was... The first one was good. Yeah. Second one was just... No. It made The plot made zero sense. Yeah, it was really stupid. The graphics and, like, the CGI were... Anyways, uh, speaking of Batman... Um, they were bad. I'm really excited for the Robert Pattinson Batman. 
Oh, yeah. That movie looks so fucking good. It's going to be like more of a detective movie right. than like a superhero movie. And which which I think is cool because that's Bat- what Batman does. Right. He's the world's greatest detective because he's the smartest in the room. He's the most agile in the room. Although he's not quite that yet in that because he's like year two Batman in this, I think. Right. So he's not like the old grizzled Dark Knight Returns Batman, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think of his new suit with the gun handles as his emblem? That's actually, it's actually pretty cool. People have speculated that that's the gun that's killed his parents, Martha Wayne. And that would be cool. That would be right? really cool. Um, although the one problem I have, I'm a firm believer in this. Yeah. Um, Batman should not kill. Oh, that's his one rule. And without it, like you kind of break his character. And we literally saw him break a guy's face in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully that will be like a one-time thing, or else. There's the meme where he, like, puts people in hospital debt and, like, (laughs) basically kills them that way. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, But Batman doesn't kill. I'm a firm believer in that. And if there's a lot of killing in this movie, then I I just won't enjoy it. I'll be honest. I just won't enjoy it. That's Yeah. Just like when I saw Batman with guns in... Yeah, I know. He slaughtered that night crew. Yeah. Batman with guns. No. Get the fuck out of here. Batman doesn't... That's his one rule. Or, no guns, or no killing. the second rule. Yeah, he, like, can't, he doesn't pick up guns. And no killing. And I believe in that. And I'm like, yes, that's Batman. I, I don't know about you, but like, I'm a really firm believer in that. And I probably won't enjoy the movie if they keep doing that shit. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this new take on Riddler. It's not the spandex carry in the past. <laughs> he's gonna be... He's question gonna be, mark stick. Right, he's gonna be big time. That intro to the trailer was so dope, how he, like, cut the duct tape and it, like, synced with the music in the dark. Right, DC and then he tied up the mayor and taped his face. Yeah. So That was dope. Cool. So fucking and like one thing about his suit is I don't really I don't really like the helmet that much. Really? No, I feel like it's better if it's like kind of like a mask, you know, like a pullover. Right. And that kind of looks like a bike helmet with spikes on it. I don't know. <laughs> bike it helmet. It looks cool. Yeah. And he's got the cool cowl and the cape and stuff, but I don't know. Yeah, it does look. It's cool. a good suit overall. Yeah, overall it is. Um, yeah, it is pretty cool. But yeah, 100%. so I, I'm glad we have more Batman content because there's already keep talking Batman or move on because there is a debate that is like a hot debate. It's a hot debate. Yeah, it's um. I'll just I'll say it anyways. It's um. Would Batman beat everyone in the Justice League? Oh, 100 percent. Thank you. Yeah, 100 yeah, percent. People there's, say Superman. There's and, no debate here. Um, he is the smartest. He can outsmart anyone. Like, the, he literally, in his free time, comes up with ways to just defeat anyone who, if they ever go rogue. Exactly. Like, he has the tech. He knows what to do. He's always prepared. He just has his shit together. Um, pretty much. Always has his shit together. And it's really... Except when you mention parents. <laughs> yeah, right. He fucking loses it. Oh, my God. So, anyways, that, um... I think, yeah, 100%. There's really no argument here. I mean, I guess we could try and back up our points. He kicked Superman's ass in the Superman movie. Uh, um, he yeah. knows he knows his. Um, Although I feel like he had hella plot armor for that movie. Plot armor, yes, that's such a good use of that. Um, 
And what are the odds that um, both Superman and Batman's mother's name is Martha? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Why'd you say that name? Take a big step back. <laughs> and literally, fuck your own face. <laughs> Christmas music kind of slaps right now, I'm not going to lie. I have yeah. the same 25 songs on my playlist that I've just been going through day and day night. Like, yeah, I use this um, radio station that is 94.9, and they, they play good stuff. Like, cause sometimes I don't want to mess with the phone in the car. 100%. But, but when I'm home, I definitely listen to Last year, I waited too long to, like, get into Christmas music, and I just never really... I don't feel what I'm feeling now, you know? That's because last year was kind of fucked. The only, like, problem with this year is that there's no snow on the ground. Oh, that'll change, big man. We're, we're in Maine. We're in Maine. That'll change. I mean, it's snowing right now as I talk, but... Yeah. Last year was kind of fucked. That Not is true. Lie. Our advisory is kind of fucked. Our <laughs> <laughs> We've oh, had four, three... Three different advisors? Well, we have two now, so let's call it four. <laughs> we have two, yeah. People, are, people always go up to us like, what do you do to these people? <laughs> <laughs> we're like, I guess we're just menaces to society. We're like, why is it that whenever there's a new change in a staff job, it's your advisory? <laughs> I guess we're just horrible. Although the second one wasn't our fault. Miss yeah. Hong. Miss Hong was kind of freaking weird. She, <laughs> you could tell she wasn't a teacher at heart. Which is weird because she has prior teaching knowledge. Right, like she was, a, she was a teacher before. But then at the end of the year, she's like, yeah, I'm not coming back. And I'm not even going to be a like teacher we went anymore. from Mrs. Von Vogt, the veteran Spanish teacher for yeah. the school, who checked our grades daily, had meetings with us, mm -hmm. to Miss Hong, who said, what's up, and then bought us a cow from California. <laughs> and then that's it. That's all she did the whole year. Yeah. Pretty much. She bought us a random cow that I don't even think we named. Yeah, Miss Wumbo was a stickler. One day, we walked in, me and a couple of other people in our advisory, we walked in. <gasps> oh, that's right. Yeah, we walked in, and, and I'm, I'm looking at Cooper, and I walk in as, like, I put my foot down, like, as soon as the bell rings. Miss Wumbo loses she it. She goes off on us. She's like, what in the hell are you guys doing? doing where were you like, like do you guys have no sense of time where's your notes where's your notes where's your notes where is your note i'm gonna have to give you guys detention and there's like five of them and they're all in the same class because the teacher held them late yeah and i was like uh what and one of and those kids started breaking down she just lost it just right away just absolutely lost it and i was like Whoa. It was awkward for everyone in the room. Oh, and then before that, Cooper goes, uh, they stepped in as the bell rang, and then, and then, and <laughs> she, then she stands goes, over. She, she's like, what'd you say, Cooper? Huh? 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 What'd you say? <laughs> she was, she like, was <laughs> do you want to say that a little louder? And I was like, because maybe you wanted detention. <laughs> and you were like, oh, okay. <laughs> maybe not, dude. <laughs> Probably not, dude. No, but she fucking loses it, and then goes to the bathroom, and Miss Mavo talks, and then... <gasps> she ended up getting uh, the, um, the girl with <laughs> some... <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad now. Um, she ended up getting her out of there, and um, she like didn't. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> she didn't give her the attention, and everything was good. Yeah, she didn't. Did give you me... get the detention? No, I didn't because I was in her class. Oh, uh, okay. I feel like 
a couple kids got up though, right? Yeah, I think the other two got the detention. And it was weird because kids have been late to advisory before. And she but it was it wasn't like a real detention. It was like a fifteen minute detention, which makes zero sense at all. Why was she crying over a fifteen minute detention? I know. I was like, so I I was like, oh, fifteen minute detention. Okay, that's fine. Have you ever gotten a detention? In middle school, I have. I got one freshman year. <laughs> yep, freshman year. For No, no, no. What it's happened? not as bad as... I was just talking the whole class. And that class, like... She's the type Did of Did she make teacher. a big scene about it? No, she didn't... Bro, she didn't even have the courage to tell me. I got called down to the office. She's like, Miss Holm complained about you guys. And, um... Well, your record is fine, but we're gonna have to give you an hour detention. And I was like, Really? Really? You're gonna do that, Miss Holm? Like, yes, I was talking in a chaotic class, but, like, if you don't want us to talk, just speak up, because she didn't, like, really give us any warnings. Right, that's true, that's true. Because she's, like, really quiet. My first attention, let me tell you, that was, that was quite eventful. So I was in band class in, um, do you remember this story? <laughs> no. So I was in band class, um... And I, I played trumpet, and I was in band class. I think it was just seventh grade. Um, oh my god, I got a flashback. I do remember. Um, was so it I, with you yeah, and Garrett? No, no, no. Um, um just listen. Um, so, oh, and anyways, are we not so so name? it was um, me and my friend um, were sitting next to each other in the trumpet section, and the <laughs> the trombones. We're not having a good day. Let me just say that. Um, they suck. <laughs> they were the worst part of our band. Um, and they, they were just not having a good day. And so my friend whispers, comes over and whispers, the trombones sound like fart machines. <laughs> and seventh grade me just fucking dies laughing. Bro, senior me would die laughing. <laughs> and, and our band teacher just stops everyone. He's like... I am sick of you guys. <laughs> Pack up your stuff and go to the office and I'll deal with you later. Oh my god. It was, I was so ashamed, even though it was like complete <laughs> bullshit. Like we didn't, like, I don't know what made him pop, um, just pop that day, but like, it was complete bullshit. But I was so ashamed. It was like a total walk of shame. Dude, I've had a couple moments And so, yeah. Like and we go to, um, we go to the office and we're like, think he's gonna give us a detention and then um <laughs> so we walk in the officer the ladies are like what are you doing here and then and then she was like and then i was like oh we got sent here and she's like uh we don't really have anywhere for you to sit but you guys can kind of sit there <laughs> so yeah. so we just awkwardly walk in put our trumpets down and just <laughs> sit there and we're not allowed to talk to each other so we just like sit there and we're just like hey <laughs> and so he makes us wait for the whole rest of the period we miss recess and lunch and he finally comes in and he's like he's like i'm gonna have to give you guys an att a detention this is not acceptable at all i already told your baseball coach so no yeah 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 what was that mr bartlett at the time? yeah that was mr bartlett and then and then he didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Sparrow was chill. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we were like we were like two of his best players. Facts. And um, so we go up to him because we had a rule at the middle school 
where if you had detention, you had to miss that practice that day. Um, and so we, we go up to him and we like, and he's like, heard you guys got a detention. And we, we, we just went up to him to let, just to let him know that we can't come to practice because of the detention. And he's like, heard you guys got a detention. What happened? And we explained the whole story <laughs> to him. And, he's, and he, his reaction was this, you're kidding. Because he was like so <laughs> chill and he just like did not oh, show any emotion. He's like, we'll see you guys tomorrow. And <laughs> we just <laughs> walk out. And my friend goes to the Y and I go talk to my dad. And I'm like, uh, hey, go to baseball practice because I got a detention. He's like, for what? And then I was like, uh, I explained to him. He's like, well, won't be telling your mom about this. <laughs> oh, geez. It was awesome. Bro. But we eventually told my mom, and she it was, it was <laughs> oh. Oh, And okay. I still I still went to my Little League game that day, and I pitched great. There and, you go. And, I, and so I got some baseball in that day, and I, I shook it off, So, but it was like just a long time ago. I'm trying to think. I've had like a few stories I could share where I've gotten like disciplined. <laughs> really? Like in middle school? Yeah. Um, and this was like last week of school, like 7th or 8th grade year. And, um, I think it was eighth grade year. And, um, some, like, we were, like, swearing, I guess. And, like, some third or second grader told on us. And they called me and the kid in at the same time. And our principal, Miss, uh, P Mrs. Peasley, was like, so, guys, wh what are you, what are you here for? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not trying to be a dink dude but I don't really fucking know I was like you tell me <laughs> I had no idea somebody tattled on me and I like didn't because the myth was like those bus cameras don't work and she's like at first I didn't believe the accusations because you two are like good kids like and then I checked the cameras <laughs> and I'm not gonna repeat the words <laughs> <laughs> but um you guys you're kicked off the bus for today like i get it it's last week of school but um was this in eighth grade or seventh grade it was eighth grade what so like right before you guys graduated you got kicked it was off like the bus. a week before the last day so i had oh a few my more God. days after that brendan went on the bus anyways i yeah. just walked to the oh. yeah <laughs> fuck i said his name <laughs> it's okay we love you brendan <laughs> so bad at that Bro, first day of sixth grade, um, this kid, who I'm not going to say his name this time, <laughs> at the end of the day when we're cleaning up, stabs me with a pencil in the stomach. I remember this. And I'm like, what the hell? So I take my pencil and stab him in the arm, kind of jokingly, but like kind of as payback. And the, Mr. Felt is my teacher that year, is like... What are we doing? This is the first day of the sixth grade year. It's like, sign these papers, get them to your parents. This is a formal warning. I see you guys do anything wrong the rest of the year. It's a detention. I was like, nice going. Like, we're at the end of the day, and you randomly stabbed me. Dude, with remember Quiet Ball? <gasps> Dude, Quiet Ball. that got fucking tense. Bro, I'm pretty sure I won that. Like, he kept the standings, like, what was it, every trimester? There was teams, there was teams. Was there teams? Sorry, yeah. I remember I was good at that. Yeah, because you were one of the captains. Yes, sir. And you picked me, I think. Bro, we won field day that year. We did win field 
field day that year. That was awesome. We also won dodgeball. We were menaces in uh, middle school. Yeah, back when we were actually athletes. Although I'm, I'm still an athlete, and you're kind of still an athlete. Oh yeah, big time. Ugh. Big time D1. We're going D1. Big athlete. We love all athletes. We're we're big sports fans. Not all athletes. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you catch my drift. Uh, this is probably only between me and Cooper, so you guys probably won't catch me. I mean, if you know us, put two and two together. Yeah, put two and two together. And it'll make sense. Yeah, so anyways, we're going to try and just wrap this thing up here. Wrapping it up. Um, so yeah, that is... That is Episode what, two. Yeah, so that, that was pretty... Are we closing it off with another topic, or are we just... Uh, yeah. Winding it down. We're just winding it down. Kind of going with the flow. It's your man with the plan. It's your guy. In the chair. No, shut up. We're not talking about that. That's a scene from Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm watching porn. <laughs> Proceeds to talk about it. <laughs> Alright, uh, that, that'll do it for today, guys. Um... Thank you and gals listening and make sure to tune in next week for the episode. Peace out. Girl Scout. <laughs>